Oh, he's just joining so then he can say, oh, I was on the podcast. No, dude, not, dude's gonna, he's, dude's gonna run the Usaid and not, he said He said that he, let the, he said, let it be known that I am here. You're not here. Yeah. The, the camera's off. He's the gonna be like, oh, I was off. there. All this man does is raise his hand. He just muted himself, turned his camera off. Yeah, bro, I'm here. Bro pulled a Zoom class. He could be playing yeah. MLB The Show right now, not paying attention. <laughs> that's like, that's like going to class, class and going to sleep. And he gone. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Say Less Basketball Podcast. Hosted as always by yours truly, Zach Fulcher, Muhammad Daffelseed. Uh, Will's out this week. Got a little bit of uh, some uh, d- some business errands to take care of, but we're talking about some interesting things this week. The Suns' hot streak. You know they've been hot. They've won, I think, like 14 games in a row. They're playing the Warriors twice this next week. So we're talking about that. Also, AD shooting struggles. It's been a he's been in a, a big slump this year. So uh, it's it's really it's really crazy. And then also, uh, there's been a lot of tweets with KD as always on Twitter. But um, there's been some funny stuff. And he said that he's not a role model on Twitter. So some people have been talking about that. So we're going to talk about it as well. But we're jumping in here. First thing off the bat. Muhammad, uh, happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving, happy to all the viewers watching on Sunday, on Monday, wherever you are, happy holidays, you know, celebrate the season, you know, we're in the season, so appreciate you coming on. As always, talking about basketball with you know, the squad, you know, Will's not here right now, but we'll be, we'll be back next week probably, so. But right now, we just got this, these, uh, this sun streak and the Golden State Warriors. So your thoughts, do you think the Suns are making a case that they're the best team in the league? Do you think that, you know, they can beat the Warriors these up this upcoming week? Do you think they have a shot at, you know, repeating and going back to the finals? Yeah, so the Suns are hot. I'm surprising how good they are. Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. Um, not surprised. Uh, one thing I, I guess they have proven is that maybe their run last year to the finals wasn't a fluke. Um, maybe it's too early to say that, but for sure, like, you know, just keeping up with the Warriors in terms of winning, they have, you know, they won 16 games in a row, which is crazy. Um, I think they're just proving that, hey, guess what? I mean, last year, you know, going to the finals wasn't a fluke. We can do it again. And they have a good shot of it with the way they're playing right now and the way the, you know, the teams that we thought were going to be good are struggling, the Lakers, obviously. But I really like them playing the Warriors twice this week. I think it's going to be a good matchup. And with the way the Warriors play, I mean, I know they they played, uh, you know, the Dame, Steph, they had a little, you know, another saga. Mm-hmm. I mean, another game to their saga, but Steph's the one that kind of showed up and Dame didn't, like usual. Um, so... Just I just really want to see their their defense. You know, I think both teams have really good defense. Uh Suns played the Nets yesterday at the time of this recording. Um and I thought it was gonna be a close game. The Suns kind of handled them pretty well. So I'm I'm just excited because I think this is one of the biggest matchups for sure this year. Definitely. Yeah, they play them. Oh wow, they play them back to back. Wow. They play them on I thought it was Tuesday and Friday. Tuesday and Friday. Yeah, but 
for the Warriors, that's back to back. I don't know. Do the Suns have a game? I don't think they have a game in between. Let me check. No, they. Oh, they do. They have uh, Pistons. They play the Pistons in between, but the Warriors play Suns back to back. Wow, that might be a factor to take care to uh, take look into there if they're playing three games instead of two. But this is going to be, yeah, like you said, this is probably going to be the most exciting matchup so far. Well, except for the like the Nets game versus the Warriors, but you know, we it, it builds hype throughout the season as teams progress and yeah, for sure. This is going to be big because I mean, this and this the Suns' win streak, this 16 game win streak, has been quiet. Like I, know. I, I have not seen a lot of people talking about it as much as it should be because it's not they're not like the Warriors or like the Nets. If it was the Warriors, then you know people would be talking about it like nonstop right now. Or if it was the yes. Nets, same thing. But uh, but man, the Suns are hot, sixteen in a row. I can't I can't believe they're doing they're doing so well and not being talked about enough. But um, I would say they certainly have a shot. Uh, to prove that they have the best team uh, in the league this this week with these two games against the Warriors, if they can beat them once or at least, or if they're going to beat them twice or at least once, um, you know that's going to be big for for their for the media to, to have to have to acknowledge that the Suns are back. The Suns are not a fluke if they beat the Warriors and continue this win streak. So, what's what's your prediction? Oh, man, um, you know, I really want to give, I really want to give it to the, the Golden State, but the Suns have been really hot, and as in any in any sport, I think, I think that the the hottest team is usually the one to go with. Um, you know, that's the case in like baseball in the playoffs. You know, whoever's hot hottest going into the playoffs usually wins the title. Same thing with basketball. Right. Um, I think they'll split the games, though. Since Yeah, I was going to say they split because they're playing at Phoenix and then they're playing at Golden State. I think they're probably one of the best teams, both of them in home games or just home court in general. So That's true. That's true, yeah. They both play really well. Play really well at uh at home, yeah, like you said. They match up pretty good, too. Wow. The Golden State is 11-1 and at home and Phoenix is 8-2 and at home right yeah. now. Granted, they're really good in a way too, but yeah. Um, if Will was here, he'd probably mention that the Warriors schedule. Something about the Warriors schedule, but nope. <laughs> but it's going to be a interesting week. Some uh, the those matchups are going to be interesting, uh, especially with the with that 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 lone that lone Detroit game in between the the Warriors games with, for the Suns. That's going to be funny, but. Yeah, if Suns, if Suns blow them out, they should be having – I don't think fatigue is going to be an issue. Yeah, that would be fine. Yeah, they blow them out. Pistons have always – Pistons are always weird because they – you know, we talked about this before. You know, the, Suns, the Pistons will beat, like, the Bulls one week, the bone one day, and then they'll lose to, like, the, the the Magic the next day. So, right, you never really know. But um, that's something to monitor – we got to get power rankings out or something after this or during this week. That's that could be interesting. Get everybody's power rankings and put them out. But talk to Will. Suns will do all this just to have the Warriors and Lakers play in the West Conference Finals. That's that would be tough. Sad. That yeah, sad. <laughs> yeah, that's a, good, that's a good, tough, very tough. But uh, 
Another hot. Those are the two hottest teams, I think, and are the two hottest teams in the league right now, I think. So check them out uh, on those. Check those games out this week. We'll be covering it on Twitter, you know, Instagram, stuff like that. Uh, but AD shooting struggles this season has been uh, something to monitor, something that's uh, been recently brought up. He's shot 16.7% on threes, which is worse in NBA history by any player with two-plus attempts per game and 20-plus games played. Yikes. He's also shot 38% on mid-range, worse in the NBA by any player with 100-plus attempts and has shot 33% on jump shots, which is worst in the NBA by any player with 150-plus attempts. Yikes. Um, uh, what do you have to say about this, Muhammad? Um, I know going into the season we had that debate about uh, if AD was in the top 10 players in the league. He certainly isn't now after this um, after this, this shooting slump. Do you think he can get back on track, or do you think – this is just a, you think this is a reflection of the Lakers struggles too. I think this is just AD um being soft. Really. <laughs> um, yeah. The funny thing is uh we got this these numbers from Stat Muse on uh Twitter and then Will had a graphic from I don't know what Instagram page was it? I think that was basketball forever. Thing. Oh. oh okay so like literally below the tweet there's this uh page that posts like just polls under you know just any oh no basketball related tweet is called how hard is it to answer um and they put is anthony davis a top 10 nba player right now and thirty thousand eight hundred and thirty three uh people voted and 90 percent <laughs> said no and then they put another uh poll and said pick the better player right now Anthony Davis or Evan Mobley, who's a rookie. 28,000 people voted and 52% said Mobley and 48 said AD. Oh my and God. And then pick the NBA, better NBA player right now is Jimmy Butler and Anthony Davis. 9,000 people voted and 81% people voted for Jimmy Butler. Below that, pick the better NBA player right now, AD or DeRozan. 8,000 people voted and 78% said DeRozan. Oh man. Pick the And then AD against Tatum under that, 5,600 people voted. And people's 73% said Jason Tatum. And then James Harden, I'm curious to see this one. God, least. James Harden's just having a bad season. And 69% of people voted for Harden over AD. Porzingis or AD, 49%. Okay, he won this one. Man, so I was about to say, he didn't beat Porzingis. Well, he's not rock bottom yet, but he's getting close to it. But that, usually I don't like these stats because they nitpick certain things but this one is justified because this is just terrible man that is hilarious <laughs> i didn't see the the poll yeah they're all under the tweet bro man i see him yeah i see him <laughs> getting cooked God, i ain't gonna lie right now i'm getting cooked man uh, <laughs> uh that speaks for itself right there the public is is not in on ad right now uh that might be the lakers hate but yeah, it might be Lakers hate. Might be Lakers hate, but man, he is not. He certainly is not playing like a top ten uh, NBA player right now. There's a lot uh, of guys. This shooting is really bad, like yep. really bad, bro. I don't understand. 
a lot of Lakers fans saying he settles too much and he's not as he should be, you know, playing in the paint more, but he settles for a lot of mid-range shots. And he's able to get, you know, he's able to hit them. He's done it, you know, for most of his career. Um, maybe he's just having a bad shooting slump. I don't know. I my MVP pick for him is looking worse and worse every single week we come on the show because I really thought like, okay, you guys got West, but we got time probably one of the best uh, role players, um, surrounding role players in the league. You have LeBron, you know, you're, you're coming back healthy. You're trying to prove, hey, guess what? That bubble, we're not bubble frauds, basically. Mm-hmm. And their, their defense, I don't know if you watched that Sacramento game, but golly, their defense is so bad. It's so bad. Did they, lo- they, lo- they lost that Sacramento game, didn't they? Yeah. Man. It was, it, was, uh, it was a tough game, but AD, I just I just think he's playing too scared. And I don't blame him. Well, actually, I don't know. I can't say that. Maybe it's because, you know, he gets injured a little easier than most other people or other big men. So maybe that has a case. But he's not. he hasn't really been an aggressive player, I think, most of his career. You know, he's had stints where he comes into a game and like, maybe he's mad because, you know, outside world is, you know, calling him soft. So maybe... I don't know, next game against the Pistons, he dropped 40 or something. But, you know, every now and then he'll get mad and actually play aggressive. You know, you have a dominant game. And on the days, he just, like, just plays soft. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, facts. Yeah, that I yeah I forgot they lost to the – in triple overtime against the Kings. I mean, that's that's just got to be demoralizing for that team that's already going through, going through struggles, that AD is right. already struggling with. And you just lose in triple overtime to the Kings. Missing two starters, Luke Walton Friesen just got fired. And they're probably one of the most underachieving teams in the league. So for them to come into LA and do that, crazy. Man, with LeBron, and they had LeBron and Russ. And, and they, Russ played a good game too, so you can't go out there and play Russ. Man. <sighs> that is that is absolutely awful. This is, uh, I mean, the Lakers. This is this is just adding to the Lakers. You you wonder when it's going to get picking up, when they're going to pick up the slack. But that's just really demoralizing loss right there. Uh, <laughs> like that is triple overtime against the Kings with all of your your big three, and then they they're missing pieces. Like they play the Pistons tonight, and you know after that uh the big uh. Outlash from Isaiah Stewart, I think a couple of oh. days ago. All so right. they, they they play in LA tonight, and this is an interesting game to see who's gonna go off in terms of like just having a good game. I I mean like another fight, but just going off in terms of maybe AD goes out there and be aggressive. I, I think LeBron's gonna be the one coming out there, maybe drops a triple double or something, forty points. But I wanna I want to see this game. First Pistons games this year that I, other than playing the Bulls, I actually want to see. I'll take my time out the day to go watch. Surprising. Bet. Bet. Lakers are favored by uh, – uh, the, the spread is 10.5 for the Lakers that game, but you never really know. Uh, they could definitely pull this one off with the Lakers' struggles recently. Um, Lakers are – what are they? Are they four and six on their last ten? Yikes. And they said it the eight seed. Damn, the Lakers end up playing and playing again. That's gonna be high. Yeah, that's gonna be high. Yeah. Uh, but 
that's going to be tough. That's going to be real tough if they end up playing in the tournament again and the playing tournament again. A lot of people were like, "Oh, well, they'll they'll be back when they're healthy. They'll be they'll be fine when they're healthy." But and they'll figure things out. But I mean, this they had everybody for this Kings loss, and then went to triple overtime, and you didn't get the dub. So that's I mean, they got to figure. They have to figure a lot of things out, and they have to be consistently healthy to figure them. You have to be consistently healthy, and then figure everything out. And that's going to be difficult. That's always difficult with uh, in the NBA because you know you know guys are always hurt. Um, and then we got the season, which is always long. So you got to have everybody Lakers, health, health is going to be a big question for them. Because they have, I mean, I, I think any player in that starting lineup is, I want to yeah. be bogus, but I just, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they tweak their hamstring for two weeks or something. But Yeah, yeah. It's like the Nets, like we talked about with the Nets last season, you know. If they're not, well, they, they obviously figured it out in the playoffs a little bit. Um, but... If they don't have everyone, everyone healthy, and they don't have any, and, and they didn't, then they don't figure out all of their issues. Then that's gonna be dangerous. That's not gonna be bode well for your team in the playoffs if you right. can't have everyone healthy and can't figure things out. So, we'll monitor that. I mean, that's crazy. I think they'll figure it out. I, I trust so. them too. I think LeBron, yeah, LeBron is very intelligent, but we'll just have to see what happens. Keep monitoring it. Uh, but next topic, that was a good topic. Uh, we're at like 16 minutes right now. Yeah, so we're moving. Um, but this next topic with KD. So, man, KD has been roasted. On Twitter, I don't know if everyone has seen this, but uh, people have been roasting him for his ashy ankles, which is <laughs> one of the funniest, one of the funniest storylines, you know, in recent memory. With uh, that, you know, everyone, you know, uh, roasting him for the haircut and the uh, and all the uh, and now the ashy ankles. And he said that he's not a role model in response to. Somebody said, what, what did they say? Oh, yeah, so he said, actually, after he was getting torched, and I think uh, Isaiah Thomas tweeted at him, uh, you know, no way Katie's ankles, uh, uh, ankles can be this ashy. And then Kevin Durant re- responded and tweeted out, I'm about, to pull a, I'm about to pull my y'all broke card in a second. Fuck y'all. And then somebody replied and said, this is a classy post. Remember kids that look up to you read this. And then KD responded and said, I am not a role model. Wow. Oh, man. Bold, man. Bold. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, people are destroying him in this comments, too. They they photoshopped him. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, the Vaseline Coco. The Coco or... Radiant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the one below it my son looks up to you kevin and now he refuses to use lotion look at this <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god man yo this is the this is one of the funniest things ever people are still roasted <laughs> kevin Durant after he drops four on your favorite team oh man 
Uh, I'll, but, I'll, uh, you know, KD hasn't, I'm not surprised to see him with ashy skin. I mean, obviously people have been making fun of him recently with uh, his, his hair and how he doesn't really brush it. Yeah. So to, for me to see him, you know, with the ashy skins is not really surprising, but it <laughs> yeah. is funny to sell just because of, you know, the response to it. Yeah, the memes, yeah, the memes are funny, yeah. And then his response as well. He is always going to reply to the, the shit talking that's going on. Yeah, for uh, sure. Will had something to say about this. What did he say? He said, uh, I gotta bring this up. Oh, damn, where was it? But uh, yeah, but Katie's on social media a lot. So, oh, he said, Katie should never talk to the media again. This man needs to zip it. Quote <laughs> from William Nonzella himself. Um, what do you think? Do you think uh, Katie's a role model? Do you think he should, you know, stop? responding to people on Twitter or and saying, you know, cuss words, or do you think he's just going to do himself and people need to show um, up? I actually agree with KD. Um, a couple years back, I watched a, a commercial from the 90s from Charles Barkley, and I don't know who he did it with, but basically it was commercial from him saying, hey, I'm not a role model. And um, I don't know. It's, 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 it, was a, it was a Barkley commercial. It was basically, you know, under this topic. And I know uh, uh, Charles Barkley and KD talked about it on on on, on Charles podcast. So uh, I didn't watch the clip actually, so I should have probably done that. But um, just in general, I, I agree with them. Um, I think athletes are just, I think athletes are just glorified by a lot of people, um, just because they kind of not look up to them, but you know they appeal to them more than maybe a politician or uh actress or actor or musician uh just because people a lot of people are so invested in just the team itself so they always have to gravitate towards a player they like but in, in katie's sense i don't think you have to be um maybe you want to be uh, lebron has certainly done it the right way you know lebron's not out here responding to people he's not out here you know speaking his mind um he does on other topics just in general you know but I agree with Katie. I don't think you have to be a role model. I wouldn't want to uh, look up to an athlete, maybe because of their game, but as a person, I think athletes should be the way they want to be. Uh, for me, I, I saw a lot of people talk about this on other podcasts. Um, you know, some some people should look up to maybe their parents, and obviously not everybody's situation. They have both parents, or they have, you know, parents to look up to, but. Um, maybe like nurses or doctors or just, you know, maybe like, just like people that kind of came from the same boat, like just regular people that probably doing extraordinary things. Like those are people I think that you should, you know, hear their story or look into them. Um, I don't think athletes or celebrities in general, you have to look up to. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think you have to look up to them, especially if they don't want to be. Like, especially if KD comes out and says, you know, I'm not a role model, so don't, you know, make me a role model. Um, right. I think I remember the, I don't know if it was a clip you're talking about, but it was the one I remember they were talking about uh, Chuck and uh, Katie were talking about how Katie is all in on social media and, you know, Barkley's more anti-social media. So <laughs> he used right. those, he said anti-social media. Um, so, you know, it's just, this, it's just this era, you know, you know, guys are going to do whatever they want on social media with KD, you know, other guys can do it too. Um, but 
I don't know. You know, role model is is tough. Um, if yeah, it's tough to talk about because it's like not everybody's perfect, you know. It's, yeah, it's it, and it's and it's really personal too, you know. Yeah, it's personal to, uh, for who you choose to to make your role model, and you know, you aren't the the public cannot you know make you you know choose this role model. You know, you can, they can't say choose this role model like they say with you know choose the MVP. You know, this is who the MVP should be. So the media you know makes that guy makes that narrative for that guy to be MVP. You can't really make a narrative for um, a guy to be a role model if, I mean, you can do that for like the big ones, like LeBron, obviously. Um, But other than that, it's really tough to make a role model out of somebody if, you know, they're not adamantly being adamantly in like the, the right, the voicing their opinions on different things. So, and KD is coming out here and saying, I'm not a role model. So he's not a role model. So, uh, I guess that's something to take in consideration when uh, there's fans. Yeah, that's funny that you said uh, they probably should be the role models should probably be their parents. Yeah, but some people don't have the right parents to be that. So All obviously right. they look up to other guys as well and other players. So I think most of these guys, I've uh, like Katie's uh, not a good example because he usually speaks his mind on anything he wants to. Mm-hmm. But you see some guys other athletes or just uh, musicians in general, they don't speak on political things a lot. Um, they don't speak on maybe things that probably, I want to say ruin them, but maybe it's all about money. So, you know, they have endorsements, they have brands and, and just their name and themselves. So they don't want to risk like, you know, losing people and losing money because of that, from them saying something about, you know, what's, what they would speak on something that it's a hot topic. So KD, obviously, he's not afraid to speak on anything. Um, I wouldn't say, I, I guess KD, you know, he responds to fans. You know, he's on Twitter. He responds to trolls. He trolls himself. So I don't think it's his big deal. But maybe he spoke about something else that, that had nothing to do with basketball fans, just basketball in general. He could lose endorsement. He hasn't done it. But there's been guys in the past that I think, you know, with the PR statements, it's just usual, like, I don't know, just some cliche response. So. I feel like some guys just, you know, they, they could be a role model, but, um, you know, they just can't really, they just want to lose money in general. I think that's just a big idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, yeah, the role model situation is is tough. And, you know, a lot of players can't, a lot of players don't have, like LeBron obviously has his, his, his stay in the league and he's obviously going to be, you know, the best and the most or the most recognized at least player and he can do whatever he wants he can trade guys and say what he wants about media but some guys don't have that luxury some guys can't step up and say you know this is these are my voices and this is my rights because you're not as big you don't have as much power or control in the league as like lebron um so that's something to you know think about i think as well um but you know, KD, KD isn't, you know, he's, he, he goes on these Twitter rants and trolls and, uh, you know, uses, uses swear words and everything, but other than he doesn't like commit any crimes or isn't like a dirty player or anything like that. So there's, you know, he's, he's kind of, you know, he, he's not, he's not like, he's not a bad person to say he's a role. It's not a bad thing to say he's a role model. It's yeah. not like really bad because he does most things right but you know obviously coming out on these trolls and swearing and everything these isn't isn't really a good thing but that's what he's gonna do i can't really control what he's gonna do 
right. know, I can't really control if he's a role model or not, but uh, I don't think he, I don't think he can control that either, but um, he's just going to say what he wants to say. That's what Katie is. That's what makes him a character and so interesting in the NBA. And uh, one of the funniest or one of the most uh, interesting players. Um, so that's just something to think about uh, for this week as well. Uh, we're cover- we're a little bit short on time here though, but we're talking, we also want to talk about, uh, we also were th- thinking about talking, talking about this uh, start bench trade cut. This could be interesting because we talked about it. Uh, I'll put up the graphic up right now, but um, we were talking about the Celtics trading away Tatum and Brown. Like, uh, like I think it was it was either last week or the two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And this graphic has. I'm just making a note right here that. Uh, this is what we're talking about. That uh, so Luca start bench trade cut with Luca, Jimmy Butler, uh, Tatum, and then Paul George. Um, and Tatum has been in the topic. Tatum Tatum's been really good, but you know, some people have questioned his uh, defensive prowess on this podcast. So I don't know, Mohammed. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Do you think? Uh, which guys you cut? Which what's your start bench trade cut for this? These four. I am starting Paul George. Okay. I'm betting Jimmy Butler. Mm. Bench Jimmy Butler. I'll trade Tatum and cut Luca. Wow. Wow, I've seen a lot of I I've seen some debate uh some debates about Tatum versus Brown. I mean Tatum versus uh, Luca on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with uh, OG, let me let me OG explain. On, OG on TikTok. I don't know if you guys know who OG is on TikTok, but he's dope. But you go ahead explain. Actually, I'm I'm trading Luca because okay. I think he holds higher value. Then Tatum, so I'm, I'm gonna cut Tatum. I'm starting Paul George just because I think he's the best player in this group. Um, yeah. I think okay, he's a two-way player. Um, he's a good leader. Um, he's basically in his prime right now. Uh, so I'll definitely start him for now. I'm bench Jimmy just because of the same reasons. Obviously, he's not probably as a good of offensive player than all three of these guys, but just intangibles that he has. Um, I'm gonna take take him over Tatum and Luca. I'm gonna trade Luca just because obviously he's one of the best young stars in this league and he's gonna hold a lot of value. Plus, I don't like I said I don't hold him over those two other two guys, but I think they're in their prime right now. And I do think Luca's a little bit overrated, but that's another discussion for another day. I'm gonna cut Tatum because uh, just because of Celtic struggles, what what I've seen uh, recently and. Uh, I've been preaching that Jalen Brown's better, and I think a lot of people have seen that light now on this podcast and on social media. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Um, and I just, yeah, I think it's the worst player of these four. Interesting. Interesting, that's just, yeah. That's explanation. Yeah, um, it's interesting because I feel like Tatum hasn't gotten – like some people think that Tatum uh, is going to get better than Luka. 
in like the next couple of years. Like Tatum will make that jump. Right. But I generally agree with you on this side though. I think I think I'm starting uh Paul George and benching Jimmy. Really? Um I don't know. I, I really like Jimmy. I think Jimmy, you know, I feel like he rallies the heat. He's a really good uh vocal leader, uh really good presence leader as well you know leads by example as well so he's he really gets all the leadership qualities done um and what p what, but what pg is doing with the clippers without Kawhi right now like they're a decent team they're still mm-hmm. in the playoff they're still in the playoff race right now um you know that's something that they've had injuries to nicholas batum has been injured um morris has been injured who's a who's a nice role player for them as well but they've right. somehow managed to and Bledsoe has had struggles too. Um, Eric Bledsoe's struggles have been, uh, this year have been pretty bad too. But um, but they've they have a PG is playing really nice. So I think I got to start PG solely off of that fact right now. Um, you know the recency bias is playing a little little bit of a part here with me. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but start start PG. I think bench Jimmy and then um, man. Um, Luca and Tatum is tough. Uh, you said cut. You said cut Tatum. Yeah, first it was cut Luca, but I'm, I'm gonna cut Tatum. Mm. I think I'll cut. I think I'll cut Luca. I think I'll cut Luca. I think Tatum's a little bit better on defense, so I think. I think I'll take that. Well, you you basing off of this off of just right now. Well, also, I don't know. It's we just talked about future too. I think it might get better. I don't know. I it's just tough with Luca because Luca's. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Luca's probably better. Uh, he's had more playoff success on the Mavericks. You know, those step back fadeaway game winners in the in the bubble. Um, that that actually uh, Jimmy and Tatum probably have the most playoff success. Jimmy and Tatum. Did you say Jimmy and Tatum? Yeah. Really? Why Tatum? I, well, I think been, I mean, he's been a first-round exit all his career. Obviously, he's younger than Jimmy and PG, so I can't speak on that. But Tatum's yeah. got second round. He's even got to the conference finals. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, this the it's cutting this is this tough because. I feel like Luca can. I feel like Luca has that those MB, that MVP potential, and he can carry the Mavericks, and he has. Um, and they've had battles with the Clippers in the playoffs recently. You know, he's really strong offensive presence. He hasn't beat them though. That's true. I'm just saying. That's true. I feel like Luca's name brand. I feel like Luca's name brand is a little bit higher too than Tatum. Like his his hype is a little bit higher, so yeah. that's why some people might value him more. Um, and why why he's overrated? But I think I'm gonna start PG bench Jimmy. Uh oh, trade and cut. Oh, I didn't see trade and cut. Um, <laughs> what do you think was it? I, was I thought it was a bench. I thought it was like a bench scenario as well. Trade. Well, I guess I'll trade Luca because I mean his value is going to be crazy, and then cut Tatum. Wow, I just tripping there for a second, man. But yeah, I think I'll go with that. Same thing as you. Wow, copying Mohammed. 
Yeah, that's not. I don't know. I'm, uh, actually, see the knock on Jimmy is like, okay, we got to the playoffs. You can can you trust Jimmy carrying you to the playoffs after what happened to the Bucks last year, getting swept and everything? Um, it's like Jimmy's good, but I feel like he needs he needs like a Jason Tatum or a Luca type player just because I think he needs a scoring. Okay. Um, so that's just, I'm just thinking of like other possibilities. Uh, so I could see, I could see people saying cut Jimmy just because yeah. he's not as good a scorer as all these, these other two guys. Like we said, both of us, you know, he's really just because of the leadership and tangibles that he has. And the defense, yeah. And defense. I was probably the second best defender or probably the best defender between him and PG. Yeah. So. Yeah, facts. No, I, I got. I mean, a lot of a lot of a lot of teams are built off guys like Tatum and Luca these days, not of not off Jimmy and Paul George. So I mean, I don't, I wouldn't be mad if people said cut Jimmy. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I feel like Jimmy is somewhat kind of getting the gaining the respect he deserves. Um. You know, we saw the, the the poll with AD about <laughs> Jimmy destroyed him in that poll. Right. Um, you know, so, and he's had, he got, he, he got some respect, I think, in Miami, you know, after all the, yes, that happened, all the, all the things that happened in uh, Minnesota and Chicago and uh, Philly, you know, he finally figured it out and, you know, people are, people realize, you know, maybe he's not the problem. Maybe it was those other people who were the, those other teams that were the problem. Right. Um, so I think I, I I definitely don't see a situation where you cut him or trade him though. Um, okay, understandable. Because of the leadership and the the will to win, his will to win, his his uh his his drive I think is the highest here. I think his drive to win is higher than Tatum, and Luca and PG. Um, I feel like his his work ethic is higher than all those three guys. So, right. I think I don't think you can cut him off of, or trade him off of because of that. Um, uh, but Tatum and Tatum and Luca have a lot of a lot of thing a lot of a long career ahead of them, I think, and they have a lot of potential to, you know, rise up and develop more. You know, I feel I feel like both of them at the, both of them are at the point now where they're they're good, mm-hmm. but they're not great yet. Yeah, these graphics be just confusing or hard to make because it's like okay there's no really criteria to it. it's like okay do you want to is it right now is it what team do i have around them it's like it's a lot of variables that go into them so it's like okay basically you just gotta pick on who you like more that's what i get because yeah. you, you put two guys in the prime and then you put two really young players or not really young but just young players that are on the come up maybe haven't had the success because they haven't had the career like the other two guys so it's like okay like okay, I'm a, I'm a, am I going off recently bias? Am I going off potential? Um, but for me, I, I guess I just chose the the right now narrative. Yeah, that's true. None of the, none of these guys have uh, have rings yet either. Um, you know, yeah. a couple a few years ago, you could have said Tatum is going to get a ring soon, but now you really don't know in that Boston situation. You know. Thanks. Um, but I, I, you know, he can get better. I feel like he can grow to improve both of those. I think Tatum and Luca are both good right now, but they're not great. You know, I think for like Butler and PG are both great right now. They're both in their primes, both well-established. 
Um, so, yeah, it's hard to judge the cart the, the criteria when there's a uh, all these players are so different in terms of prime. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good topic. We wanted to, I think, end on, I think. Uh, but appreciate everybody, you know. Uh, we just, it's a good recap episode right here. Just the sun streak. Yeah, the sun streak and the Golden State Warriors playing twice this week. That's going to be interesting. So look forward to that. Uh, AD shooting struggles. Uh, KD saying he's not a role model. <laughs> Follow the, all the, all the funny KD stuff going on on Twitter and everything. Uh, uh, with the and then also this start bench trade cut, um, we can put out more graphics like this too if you guys want. So, you know, let us some, let us know in the comments if you want to see something like that in the future. But we appreciate all y'all. Uh, you know, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you know, follow us on social media. It'll be in the bio. Um, happy holidays. Appreciate everybody. Appreciate your mom and Will, Jack. Love you guys. Yes, sir.